If you have your Bibles with you, turn with me to the book of Jeremiah chapter 18. Jeremiah chapter 18. I don't know about you, but I'm very fascinated by a historical monument uh, here in the U.S. And this is uh, Mount Rushmore. And if you've seen pictures of that, you know what I'm talking about, where you where you have the uh, faces of four late U.S. presidents carved onto a mountain. I'm not talking, you know, maybe, you know, little, little five-foot faces of these presidents. Uh, the faces are 60 feet tall, 60 feet tall carved into this mountainside. Uh, this took 14 years to carve out, 14 years, between the years of 1927 to 1941. Many of you know, right in the middle of that was the Great Depression that was taking place all around them. And so you had these men clinging for their lives, carving these faces of these presidents into the side of a mountain for merely $8 a day. $8 a day. I'm telling you, some of you wouldn't take out someone's trash for $8. (laughs) But you could only imagine all the hard work and the labor in those 14 years of, of this process. They said that the entire project took a little under $1 million to build. $1 million. Can you imagine what that cost would be nowadays? It said that over 450,000 tons of rock was removed by either means of dynamite or a chisel. I titled this message this morning, Chiseled. Chiseled. How many of you want to get chiseled this morning? (laughs) Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I want to get chiseled. (laughs) You know, we go to the gym. Why? Because because we want to get fit, right? We We want to lose weight. We want to get in shape. We want to get chiseled. We want to find that six pack that's been hiding, you know, hiding under that 40 pounds of, of, of mass. <laughs> for all these years, you want to you wanna see it for the first time. I wonder what you look like. <laughs> I wonder what it feels to look in the mirror and see those lines, to see that chiseled monument there. <laughs> we seek this in our lives through means of of personal fitness and physical fitness. But this morning, that's not what I'm going to be talking about. Some of you are like, oh, man, I wanted to, I wanted to get in shape physically this morning. <laughs> well, before we can get in physical shape, we need to get into some spiritual shape, amen? Amen. How many, how many of you want to work on your spiritual shape, your spiritual form this morning? You want that spiritual six-pack back, Right? You want to be able to to be ready when the opposition comes your way. When the enemy enemy shoots his assaults at you, 
You want to be able to be ready. You want, to, you want to be ready with that armor of God, amen? How many of you want to be wearing that armor of God, amen, when the enemy comes your way? You want to be ready. This morning, God is going to chisel us. This morning, it needs to take place in our lives. It's a crucial process that needs to take place in all of our lives. It's the transformation, it's the restoration process that God does within yours and mine's life. It's necessary. Chiseled. I want to get chiseled in God. I want God to chisel my life. God, do what you have to do to get me chiseled. If you seek that for your life, then I'm glad that you're in the right place this morning. Why? Because God is going to chisel you and I this morning. He's going to do it, but you have to allow him. This morning, I want to look at three things regarding this chiseling that God wants and seeks to do within our lives. First off, I want to look at the importance of being chiseled. The importance of being chiseled. Here we have Jeremiah chapter 18, verse 3. I'll start here. It says, Then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something at the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would have your way. Lord, we thank you for your word, which brings life. And Father, I pray that you'd help us to not only to be hearers, but doers of your word. And we will see those blessings that come from you, Lord. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. The church says... Amen. Amen. He says, then I went down to the potter's house and I saw him and I saw him making something at the wheel. And I noticed that what he was making was a little marred. And so what this potter did was he took this piece and he started all over again. He began to rework this piece. He began to refine this piece. Working out all the marrings. Working out all the imperfections. Church, if you're honest this morning, how many of us know that there is marring that has taken place on our, in our lives? There has been. Maybe there's some things in your life this morning that are marred through certain circumstances, through things that you've been through in your life. You're marred. And God says, I want to fix those things. All those, all those, those, those uh, uh, imperfections that, that have been allowed into your life, all those things that have been spoken over you, God says, I want to remove those things. God says, I am the potter, and you are the clay. And today, 
Today, we're going to make something beautiful. Today, you and I, by the working of my hand, God says, we're going to rid you of all that that is unnecessary in your life. We're going to remove those impurities. And you're going to be chiseled. You're going to be chiseled in this process. There's going to be some things that you may not like that I'm going to do in your life. But understand the importance of this taking place. How about when God wants to chisel off pride in our lives? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, God, you can, you can start chiseling me now. I'm ready to be chiseled. Make me your masterpiece for all to see. Chisel me, God. God says, all right, let's start chiseling. Let's remove this pride from your life. Because you're over here thinking that I'm going to chisel you so that you can get the attention. That's pride. See, these are things that need to be removed from your life, God says. And he starts chiseling off that pride, and you're like, oh, whoa. No, 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 come on, God. You can't touch that. I need that. Take off, take off in other areas in my life. God starts to chisel away anger. Ooh, man, how many of us want to hold on to that anger? We want to hold on to it. No, I'm, I'm not letting this go. If I let this go, then so-and-so is going to win. God says, what are you talking about? If you let go of anger, then someone else is going to win? Do you think that your life will not get better if you allow me to chisel off this anger? It's not how I want you to react to things. No one likes you being angry. I remember when my daughter was young, she had colored this little Care Bear paper from a coloring book, and she gave it to me. It was nicely colored, and it was a little Care Bear, right? You know how they had different emotions, right? Well, this one said, today is my grumpy day. <laughs> I said, oh, man, God, help me. This is what my little girl <laughs> colors for me? <laughs> See, church, I know I'm not the only one who has his days. I know I'm not the only one who goes through these kind of situations and emotions in our lives. I know there's more in here that face these kind of days, that battle with these kind of emotions, that let these sometimes take over in our lives. And God says, no, I need to chisel these things off. I need to chisel them off. This pride, this anger. How about lust? How about when God tries to chisel away lust from our lives? And we say, go, no, no, God, come on. 
No, I need this. This is how you made me, Lord. We misconstrue God's creation. We misinterpret how God created us. How about when God wants to chisel away us comparing ourselves to other people? Mm. That's a tough one there. Many times we compare ourselves to other people. How come, how come I'm not like him or her? How come I can't be like that? How come I react in this way? How come I'm not doing this or that? And we compare and we compare and we compare. And God says, no, I need to chisel that away from your life. And all the things that God seeks to chisel away. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. The Bible says this. God says, let us, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. You see, church, what God is doing, as he is chiseling our lives, as he is removing these things, they may hurt, but it's necessary. We may not like it, but it has to happen. God is making us in his likeness. Charles Spurgeon wrote this. He said, man was made in the image of God, and nothing will satisfy man but God, in whose image he was made. You see, you need to understand this, that you were created in the very image of God. And you need to understand that nothing in this world is going to satisfy you like God can. Nothing. You can't rely on, on his creation to give you what only the creator can give you. You can't do that. In our garage, there was this this area on the ground that maybe it looked like someone had spilled some maybe like adhesive or something like that, but left it for years. I don't know how long it was, but it, was, it must have been a long time because I, when I tried removing it, it was probably about a, about a good you know, 18 inches by 18 inches uh, area. When I tried removing it, I was scraping it and nothing was happening. It was rock hard. I tried multiple things and finally, what I had to do was get a hammer and chisel, and I had to start chiseling away at this area in order to remove it from the ground. And there I am working, working hard at chiseling this area, chiseling whatever it was on the floor so that it could be nice once again. Why? Because in order, in order for you to move forward, in order for, that, for that, 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 that floor in the garage to be worked on any further, in order for it to be polished, in order for it to be, to, to, to be coated, you have to remove all of those impurities. You have to remove and correct all those imperfections. 
And this is what God is doing in our life. It's this process that has taken place. It's the importance of that if we are to go to the next, to the next chapter in our lives, God says, I need to remove this. You say, God, can we do this later? No. It needs to be taken care of right now. Trust me in this, God says. I'm taking you somewhere. I'm taking you somewhere, but know that there are steps to where I'm taking you. And there are processes that need to take place. See, God wants to make us into his original masterpiece. He wants to get rid of all those things that weigh us down in our lives. That pride, that lust, that anger, that comparing, that secret sin that you and I go to when we're hurting, when we're lonely, when we feel lost. These things when you feel angry, when you feel tired, that thing you go to, the enemy tries to get us to be like that whitewashed tomb, as Jesus says, that is clean on the outside, but it's full of dead bones. It's full of impurities. And God says, no, we need to clean what's on the inside. We need to chisel off those things in your life that do not need to be there. It's that unnecessary weight that you're carrying around. Just like you go to the gym and lose that physical unnecessary weight upon your body, God is going to chisel off that spiritual unnecessary weight that you've been carrying around. What a glorious process that has taken place in your life. And it can only be done by the master chiseler. It can only be done by him. He knows, he knows what he's doing. See, he's accomplishing his will and his purpose in our lives. See, understand that in our lives, in our spiritual walk with Christ, we're never just standing there. We're either moving forward or we're moving back. We're either moving closer to God in the things that we do or we're either moving away from Him. We're never just staying there. We're always doing something, either moving closer or moving away. You need to ask yourselves, in my life, in my decisions, in my actions, am I moving closer to God or am I moving away? In my thinking, am I moving closer to God or am I drawing further away? Because how many know that our thinking, amen, can be, can be skewed many times? See, the importance of being chiseled. Why? Because we are made in his likeness. And God is working his masterpiece in our lives. So what is the process this morning? How does God chisel our lives? 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18 
2 Corinthians 3, 18. Paul says these words, and he says, we can be mirrors, we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And as the Spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like Him. So you understand this, that it's a, it's a process. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon that God has you and I on. I know we want to get from point A to point B in a certain time, and we want to break records, right? But God says, no, this is going to take some time. This is going to take some time, because it took a lot of time to get to where you're at right now, where you need a lot chiseled off. So you need to trust me and allow me to make you righteous and holy and in this transformation process. See, God wants us to stop going to these empty wells in our lives. Many of you turn to, many of us turn to things that I mentioned before. We got pride, we got anger, we got lust, we got all these things, we got those secret sins. God wants us to stop going to those empty wells in our lives. They're empty wells. They have nothing for you. They can't give you anything good. It's dried up. But in our lives, we keep seeking, we keep seeking something from nothing. We keep seeking what we need from a well that doesn't have what we need. We try to fill our lives with it. Sometimes in our lives, we, can, we tell God, God, I let you down. How many of you have ever said that to God before? God, I let you down. But understand this is that you were never even holding him up in the first place. <laughs> you were never holding God up. He's been holding you up. He's been lifting you up with his righteous right hand. You can't let God down. God says, I love you. I love you with an everlasting love. How many of you ever had those everlasting gobstoppers before? <laughs> you know, they say, you know, you know it, obviously they are dangerous for kids, but can you imagine if you were to swallow one, how long it would take for that thing to dwindle down? You know, you have it in your mouth for, you know, you know it, could be, it could be half an hour or so. But God's love is everlasting. Everlasting. It lasts forever. It doesn't stop. You can't change it. See, the greatest thing that you and I will ever hear in our lives is well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's the greatest thing that you and I will ever hear. And this is what you and I need to work towards in your life. When you feel, when you feel like this chiseling process is not going like you thought it was supposed to be going, remember, well done, thou good and faithful servant. This is what I'm working towards. 
when it, when it doesn't feel comfortable, when I don't like the process, when I want to do it myself, well done, thou good and faithful servant. This is what you and I are working towards. You need to keep your mind on this. Because I'm telling you right now, the enemy is going to try to distract us. And so we need to keep focus. And allowing God to chisel our lives, we need to give him control. This is what is necessary in the process. He needs to have control. Asking him to chisel what we think needs to be chiseled is not giving him control. Allowing him to only certain areas in your life is not giving him control. You need to open yourself to him. He already knows what's going on. You think God doesn't know what has taken place in your life and what you're going through and those things that you turn to when no one else is around? You think God doesn't know? He knows. He knows and he says, if you just allow me into this part of your life, I can bring healing. I can bring healing. Sometimes we think that it's impossible for us to be good. How can I be good? But do you remember what God said after he created men and women? Remember what he said? He said, it is very good. Hmm. You remember that? He called the creation of man and woman very good. Oh, it's beyond good. It's very good. My creation, my masterpiece, it's beautiful. And this is what God is working continuously in our lives. This is what is happening in the process if you and I allow him to. If you and I give him control, this is what he's doing. He wants you to, to, to look in that mirror and say, oh man, you know what, this is very good. I like what I see. God, you are, you are a miracle worker. How many of you saw yourself in the mirror this morning and thought, God, you are a miracle worker? <laughs> Some of you did. The others, God, don't worry, God is still working. God is still working. He ain't, ain't going to work those white hairs away unless, unless a, you know, a box of color you know, is put on that. <laughs> but he's working in your life. He's working in your life. It's a beautiful thing that has taken place. See, God wants to bring us back to a place where others see him through us. Mm. But it's going to require you being chiseled. You need to trust him. Philippians 1 verse 6 says, I am convinced, Paul says. I am Say that with me. I am convinced. Say, I am confident. 
Paul says, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. Amen. God is doing a constant work in your life. It is a day-to-day work. It doesn't stop until you hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. We may not like the process of getting into shape, but I'm telling you right now, we all love the results, don't we? Oh, you do. You do. If you went, if you went to, the, to the gym, you know, for, for six months straight, you know, maybe, maybe three times a week, you're going to like the results. You're not going to like the process, maybe, but you're going to love the results. And this is what God does in our lives. He says, you may not like the process, but you're going to love the results. Oh, oh, it's beautiful. So what is the purpose? What is the purpose? Process is giving God control, allowing him to do his thing, to trust him. He knows what he's doing. Let him work on us daily, amen? Daily. What's the purpose of being chiseled? You see all these weightlifters, bodybuilders, you know, with bulging biceps, I knew a guy once uh, uh, at work who was a bodybuilder. You know, he was, he was literally, literally in all these magazines. You know, he said it was huge. He's all these, all these magazines, bodybuilder. But what no one knew was that his daytime job was sitting behind a computer uh, running reports. I don't know about you, but that's a little funny to me. Now, I'm not, I'm not knocking that, that, that job or him because <laughs> he would rip me apart. But I kind, of, I kind of think it's funny that this guy who's so big, you know, he can be like a superhero or something. You know, he could, he could be like, you know, you know, helping little old ladies put groceries in their car, you know, like stopping, you know, fighting crime because he's so huge. But he's sitting behind a computer running reports, and I think, man, what's the purpose of all those muscles? How hard do you hit them keys? (laughs) How many keyboards do you go through a week? (laughs) When you get mad, what do you do? I don't know if you're like me and my kind of thinking. I'm sure you're not. But I think about these things. What is the purpose of all of that? You work on your body so long and, and you get to a point where you can't even wear shirts anymore because you're, nothing, nothing's going to fit you. <laughs> your legs are the size of tree trunks. What is the purpose? Who have you saved today? <laughs> What is the purpose of God chiseling us? So that we can look in the mirror and just like what we see? So that we can flex in front of it and say, oh, look at how big I am. Look at how strong I am. Look at, I'm so chiseled. Look at this beautiful tapestry. <laughs> does anyone ever call themselves a beautiful tapestry? I don't think anyone does. 
But what's the purpose of it? So that everyone could look at you and say, wow, look at him. Look at her. Wow. And us to get all the credit? No, it's to give God the glory. It's to give God the glory. As I mentioned, you know, these bodybuilders, they get all big. All right, what are you doing with it? Are you, are you, are you uh, 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 scaring off bad guys from people by just walking up? Because you can do that with your size. <laughs> you have the power to do that. What are you doing to help those around you? Well, what are we doing when God chisels our lives? What are we doing for others around us when God removes those impurities from our lives? Are we just looking in the mirror unfocused on self, or are we allowing God to use it to help someone else? Psalm 19, verse 1, says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Mm. The writer says, Through God's chiseling of my life, through God's chiseling in other people's lives, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Oh, the heavens praise him, for he is worthy to be praised. For he has, for he has performed such a beautiful masterpiece. I remember seeing a video on YouTube of this, of this guy getting a haircut after like 40 years of not getting a haircut. And after the haircut, you didn't even recognize this person. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't even the same individual. And this is what God does in our lives. We're not even recognizable to the individuals that knew us before. The work that God does in our lives, the transformation, the restoration that God performs in our lives, we're not even recognizable anymore. Because you allowed God to chisel and to chisel. Monday morning, he was chiseling because you allowed him. And you were like, oh, God, do we really have to do this on Monday? Really? But God, go ahead. Go ahead. Work in me. Chisel away. And then Tuesday, he keeps chiseling. And it gets a little easier for you to allow God to chisel your life. And then Wednesday, he keeps chiseling. He keeps chiseling. And, you're like, and, and now, now you're getting used to it. Now you're like, all right, I know what's happening in my life. It's God. God is at work in my life. I, you know, before I was confused as to what was taking place in my life, but now I know God is at work in my life. So God, you can go ahead and do your thing, God. Go ahead and do your thing in my life. Now Thursday, he keeps chiseling. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he continues, and he continues, and he continues. Why? Because he is building, and he is making something beautiful. Maybe you look in the mirror, 
you don't like what you see. Maybe you think, God, I can't be who everyone expects me to be. I can't do it, God. I can't do it. I can't even be who I want to be. So how can I be who you want me to be? I believe God is saying to you and I, son, daughter, you've been listening to so many voices for far too long that were not from me. You have bought into those lies that you are junk. But God says, understand this, I don't take time to build junk. I don't take time to build what you think you are or what other people have told you. You've allowed too many voices in your head over the years, but they were not from me. So allow me now to speak into your life. Allow me to fix what you have allowed into your heart, into your mind. God says, understand that my love for you stretches as far as the east to the west. That's my love for you. You're a masterpiece. And that's exactly what I created as our worship team comes forward this morning. See, God works all things out for the good according to his purpose. How many of you believe that? He works everything out. Everything. And well, even this over here? Yes, even this. There's no way God could, have, God could have been using this. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I know it may seem difficult to understand, but he was using that. He was using that for your good. Why? Because he uses everything for your good. God doesn't waste his time. God doesn't chisel things that don't need to be chiseled. God is very intentional. God says, no, this needs to go. This needs to go right here. God has a plan. And his plan for you is good, the Bible says. Just as he told Jeremiah, he says, it's a good, good plan. So we must trust him. We must give him control. Because he's chiseling things right now in our lives. And he's doing this on a daily be for your good. It's building something beautiful. He created you. He created you. But there's some marring in your life. There's some things that we have allowed into our lives. And over the years, they've hardened. They've become so hard that even those around you trying to help you, 
trying to direct you will not remove those things from your life. See, only God can. Only God can. When you allow God to do his work in your life, only then can you have those things removed. Ephesians 4.24, Paul says these words, and I'll end with this. Ephesians 4.24, out of the Amplified Version, Paul says, and put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature, created in God's image, in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. God says, this is what we're putting on. This is what we're putting on today. We're putting on your new self, a new you, regenerated, Renewed. Because you were created in my image, God says. In his righteousness. In his holiness. We are going to be a reflection of him. Not for us, but for his glory. For his glory. Because what God is doing is supernatural. It's supernatural. We need to allow him to finish what he has begun in our lives. Amen. How many of you want to be chiseled this morning? Let's give God praise. Give him praise, church. God's chiseling. Allow him to chisel your life. He is chiseling right now. He is removing those things right now from your life. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed, every eye closed.